You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we're talking about John Carpenter's Assault on Precinct 13. You no trouble. Me, Fifth Element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I'm Brian Ilkins. With me here tonight, Mr. Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? I am fabulous, sir. Fabulous. And James Young. Hello. Look at this, guys. Here we are. We're talking John Carpenter. You guys excited? Not James Cameron. John Carpenter. (laughs) The other JC. (laughs) The other JC. Come on, guys. John Carpenter here. Yeah. You guys fans? Of John Carpenter, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. Guy. Wait, what's he done before? What's he done? Uh, Halloween. Okay, the that, fog, okay, that's the good. Thing. Okay. Escape from New York. Okay. Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. They live. Oh. In the mouth of madness. Mm. Oh, don't forget that in there. Ghost of Mars. <laughs> <laughs> Vampires. <laughs> oh, I should have stopped. Huh? Yeah. <clears throat> He's done a lot, is what you're saying. He's done a lot. Yeah. Ooh, Ghost of Mars. You know, I haven't seen. I that. brought that up because it does have parallels with the movie we're going to talk about. Tonight. Really, is it in the same world? Is it like you know, canon? It's you know, it's one of those Western influenced Carpenter films. Yeah, it's and it's kind of a you know a a siege movie. They're they're yeah yeah, that's exactly right. So you get the, like you know that two for one. I, I think the other one is uh, probably Escape from New York. That's an, that, you know that's, that's another one that's got like Western. We're talking about redoing that vibes. Escape what? from New York, really? Yeah, and bringing uh, Kurt Russell's son in to play him. I'd be okay with... I don't think I've ever seen Kurt Russell's son act. Who's his son? Kurt Russell Jr.? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't keep up with his kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Um, um, I think he's blonde. <laughs> <laughs> they make hair die. <laughs> the name's Russell. <laughs> Anyways, Assault on Precinct 6. 13? It says 6 in the movie. I wrote it down. Proceed to precinct nine. Sorry, nine, not six. Proceed to precinct nine, division thirteen. Why is the movie called Assault on Precinct Thirteen? <laughs> well, if you look above the precinct, it says fourteen. 
Yeah. <laughs> Does it really? I even I, yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, this movie doesn't know. <laughs> they changed the title. The original thing was like uh, the Anderson Alamo. And no, it was the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Under Siege. What? Shut up. No, it wasn't. I swear. It was it. The Siege, not Under Siege. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Steven Seagal. He was going to play this cook guy that was oh. in this. Uh... Well, there's another movie that ripped this movie off, uh, with at least with his base like theme. Have you ever seen the movie Last Shift? Oh, yes. Yes, that's a it's great movie. pretty much kind of the premise of this. Like, hey, we're closing this place down. This is the last shift yes. of this place. And then it some is. crazy shit happens. So it's a horror movie with the same premise. Yeah, it got more of a supernatural yeah. uh, element to it. Also made extremely low budget. <clears throat> is yeah. it good? It is great. It's Yeah, it's it's one of the Better best. Business. Yeah, I can tell, but look, no, everybody. No. No, because the, the filmmaking in this is better than the other one. Yeah, it's, and it's, I think this a, looks really better too. I think I think you know even for shooting this for a hundred thousand dollars, which I, what's that got to be a half a million? <laughs> yeah, uh, adjusted. Barely. You know, I think they did a damn good job with this movie. Seeing what they had, I mean, it, it's got some hokey moments, and and you can see its low budgetness at, at times. Yes, and it kind of feels like it wraps up really quickly. Yeah, you know, it's you can. You, it but, feels like the budget it is. Let's. It doesn't. You know. You. you the, it's a low budget movie that feels like a low budget movie. It's a good low budget movie, yeah. but it doesn't feel you know you know it, it's not it's, like wow I can't believe they didn't that didn't cost three million dollars. It's well, probably know. one of the better low budget movies I've ever seen. It's, mm. it's I don't know, man. Like like there's some really shining moments in this movie, the, and and the, the yeah, character the play, one. and I don't know. I think it's it's pretty good. Some of it feels a little forced, but yeah, Night of Living Dead's the only one I can think of that's and that got lower like this well lower budget. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> This is very influenced by Night of the Living Dead. Yes, it is. Uh, Carpenter has uh, come out and said that. and uh, You can't deny it. <laughs> and Rio Bravo, I think, is the one that he likes to uh, point to as well. Sure. He also cut the movie, and um, he took the pseudonym John T. Chance, which is the character that uh, oh, really? John uh, Wayne plays in Rio Bravo. I've never seen Rio Bravo. It's good. It's good. It, you know what? Dean Martin's great in that. He's worth watching playing the, the drunk... Uh, was he a deputy or something, I, or, or trying to be a higher deputy? Doesn't like John Wayne fire him in that? Is or that something? It, you know they made a couple of westerns that were really similar. They made one that basically that same movie with uh, Mitchum Robert Mitchum playing the drunk sheriff El Dorado, right? Yeah, I, I, I or, think that's that. What is that? They, that was a that was a common thing. That or Rio Lobe. They're kind of all the same, man. Yeah, they are. Howard Hawks re- did he did do that kind of story. Similar story a lot. Yeah, the drunken sheriff, his friend comes in and helps him get his get back on his feet and take back his town, regain his dignity, you know. <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> is this a big movie for you, Brian? Um, this one, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, this this is kind of a, a big film for me, personally. James kind of said the same thing, and he looked upon it fondly when we talked about doing this film, and then I immediately got a text from him going, eh, hold on, I'm going to recant some of the shit that I said. You know, I, I loved, <laughs> I loved this movie when I was a kid. I did, when I was, when I was much younger, I loved this movie, and watching it again, I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> okay then. <laughs> really? What? Why? Oh, well, what was it on the revisiting that like that uh, threw you off? You know, there's there's it moves a little slower than I remembered. The, and there's there can be some things where, you know, 
action a lot of times, well, action is, is not a lot of times. Action is usually watching guns fire, watching squib hits. Oh, yeah. Watching people dance around while squibs, squibs are going off in the background or shooting while squibs are going on around them. So that's that's the basically that's what you have when action. In this, you've got a lot of lockdown shots of squibs going off, <laughs> and really weird. It's it's the most interesting, strange little squib. There's like a four minute scene of like silencer hits exploding things in a room, and it's it's almost like laughable. I know, um, yeah, that's but the, yeah, it's 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 also very style. It's also very weird, you know, like like you don't really get to and see just sniper shots. Yeah, and they're lockdowns, you know. So it's kind of you just you just you're well, just watching. Yeah, you're yeah. just yeah. you're just watching. You're just watching squibs <laughs> go off in, and, and in the frame. And there's something interesting about it. Like the Which, set looks like a set as well. Yes, like the, look, the building looks very like setty. It looks like Barney Miller. Yeah, kinda, yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like it's like a cheap TV show. Oh, when when he's um, trying to break when he's trying to break the into, set, not the not the way it's lit. Also, no, not the way it's lit. But well, the, I, I mean, think it's lit pretty some well. Some of that, yeah, there, it's, it's pretty well. It has to look that way because you know it's supposed to be a cleared out police station. Oh yeah, yeah. It's bare. You know, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah, no doubt. Come on, watching him try to break that. Uh, Break that lock off. Uh, oh, there's some doors that. wiggling and shit. You can see the set walls but, moving. Well, oh, yeah. You can see the set walls moving. But he's trying to break <clears> the lock off that box when they're like, oh, that's solid. And you're looking at it. What the? <laughs> you can't get that off. <laughs> there's not a screwdriver anywhere. <laughs> really? You can't get that off. <laughs> he wasn't trying. Look, man. Uh, when they opened that lock box and got the shotgun out, that's a great moment. Though. Why did the you know? shotgun get put into that box anyways? Well, you saw the guy loaded. I know, but why there. did he do that? Well, just to set it up. Set it up for what? To be used later for the cool moment where so you can. can no, no, like, so you I'm can sorry, throw it to like, somebody in the start, real world. Like, it's literally the de- definitions of Chekhov's gun. You know, like you have to show oh, the yeah, gun in the different. first act yeah. so oh, it I can go off in the, yeah, in the so third. Set so, it up and knock it down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what would, you're doing there. I mean, it's Chekhov's shotgun, but whatever. Yeah. It still works. Yeah, <laughs> look, that no, no, is a great moment. It's a great moment when they pass the shotgun off and he blows. What is it, Napoleon? Wilson blows like yeah. three or four guys coming Dude, through the door. It's, it's great. It's awesome, bro. It's I love excellent. that. It's very John Wayne, but I'm okay with that. Um, I, Where are your influences on your sleeve, I say? I'm not sure Carpenter had the best idea of what Cholo means. I'm not sure that Cholo means blood feud or some kind of blood. I'm, I'm what pretty sure. What does Cholo sure, actually mean? Is yeah, it is I, an I actual like word? boy. Or, or isn't it? I know that it's you know it, or it, it, in, in Mexican slang. What's up, Cholo? You know the yeah, people dude. say shit like that all the time. It's just like you know, like what's up, man? What's up, dude? Yeah, whatever, man. He probably just took a word and, <clears throat> and yeah, and just said like, oh, that, that's a blood feud thing. Yeah. Now, yeah, we have made a blood oath to destroy you. And it, was was anybody else like confused about the blood oath thing? I was like, what's going on? Yeah, where did that? Co- I, I didn't get that until I watched the trailer, which did brought up not, blood oath. You see, you're not. What? No, they. You don't have enough street cred, man. If you had played <laughs> one potato, two potato more when you were a young what man on the hard streets of L.A., you would have known, my man. Dude, that, that fucking it. one potato, two potato thing is is great. It's a great like tension, like like the, the, you know, there's all the shit going on, and there's a cool little funny moment right there. Yeah, it's good. But how does this game work? I have no idea how <laughs> that works. Yeah, is it like a kids game or is this a prison I, game? I, well, what I assume is what they're doing is oh, man, it's a hardcore prison game, they're, they're, man. You cholo, bro. <laughs> you I also know all the cholos the know pota- potato potatoes. Game. Whoever has like the, the potato when they knock it out, but they get get the end. Whoever has holding the I potato, think it's a kids game. Yeah. One potato, two potato, three potato, and they're four. taking it and using. I forget what the dirty. What, what are they? What are they saying? It they take it and make, they make some throw a cuss word in it. 
I don't remember. So it's not like... Um, well, you know, it's, it's the prison I mean, yeah. version. Yeah, I forget what the prison version was, though. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, Cholo. <laughs> and, and also, you, if you, you'd have more street cred, you know that you take a white banner and put it in red paint, write Cholo on it, and throw it, hey, throw it out there. That's, that, you know, that's you letting everybody know it's on. Hey, Joel, uh, send us an email and great. let us know what Cholo is all about. <laughs> it's just a word, man. I mean, it could be any word. Do you, do you have a problem with Cholo? I think it's a little ridiculous. It's just yeah. another word we've it's, heard before. That I don't know. That I think Carpenter's like, wow, you just you just pulled that uh, out of your ass, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was '76, though. I mean, oh, what, what was the name of the gang, though? The gang has a really weird name. D- Street Thunder, right? Street Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, he's just like, I need a name for them. I, just, I think he's just either he sounds like a roller derby, roller derby team. Well, see, I don't know. I don't know how the gang has a name because it's like. It's supposed to be four different gangs coming together, right? That's the four different gang leader, uh, leaders that are like yeah, doing they're the sitting around oath? to do the blood oath. Yeah. yeah. Now, could these could these gangs have lived in the same world as the uh, the warriors? Uh, yes, I have heard that it comparison. Kind of, it kind of feels like that. A it's a possibility. <clears throat> What's up with the cops, though? Just like straight up murdering motherfuckers at the beginning of this. That's that started this whole thing. Oh, the pump shotguns, and you yeah. just see the, the <laughs> shotguns in the arms. You don't yeah, even see their faces. Just like, they're just well, murdering like, motherfuckers in a, in a damn alleyway. Yeah, yeah. there's a news report that's later. That's what cops are, man. Yeah. Dirty Harry, baby. <laughs> that's right. Dirty's <laughs> like, they don't care if you're running. <laughs> Death. <laughs> well, they mentioned that they're looking for this, uh, what is it? It's like a bunch of guns got stolen. Yeah. Right? And so the cops have been looking for that for a while and I guess if you steal guns man you're going down and these guys obviously had those weapons because like two of them in the hallway are carrying like pretty big assault rifles and right there's a bunch of like little sawed off shotguns and probably didn't deserve to be gunned down but you know if they didn't we wouldn't have a movie it's true we wouldn't have a a blood vendetta like a man they they got pissed off at that ice cream truck they they said we're gonna raise hell on some ice cream. So why, why did they attack the ice cream guy? It's just it's just they're they're just killing random. I know the, I know there's a shot I earlier where the guy's cream. like you know with the with the assault rifle out the window and he's like kind of eh, I'm gonna kill this no I'm not gonna kill this person. He's scoping all those people, people yeah. out, you know that's great I love that scene um, yeah that's really cool and it's very like you know got to look at the synth score going and all that <laughs> yeah the score is <laughs> awesome yeah oh man yeah even, even the light score like when he's like showing up to the precinct for the first time. I mean, it's got that, uh, I can't, I can't. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. It's perfect. It is good. But, uh, but anyways, the, the, um, the, he goes up and he takes his like Han Solo looking blaster and he starts raping the fucking ice cream can, the ice cream man's mouth with it. And then like, he like, you know, That's creepy. Yeah. Shit. What the hell's going on? Are they just like, are they just random people? You, you, you're selling ice cream on my block, bro. He was like, I'm so tired of that ice cream so Fuck <laughs> yeah. that. And that's kind of how it... Because the guy is like scoping and he hears the ice cream truck and he's like, wait a minute. What the fuck is not in my damn neighborhood? You're not selling any of those goddamn ice cream. Well, the, all the ice cream trucks around here, they all have the, they all go, hello. They, they, they speak. They have that music and shit. And then it'll go, hello. Oh, man, that's terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> Just play the creepy music, please. That's enough. <laughs> Do not talk to us. Oh, man. Wow. Ooh. Hey, kids, we got all your nice little treats right here. But maybe he deserved to die because he was kind of a shitty ice cream man. He gave the little girl the wrong shit, which ended up getting her killed. Well, he was He's worried about the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he just drive away? No, that's a good question. He, Why he did stopped he stay and turned his music on. You know, yeah. like, get the fuck out of there, dude. 
No one tells you that. I mean, like, you, you can only sell ice cream in this block? He's like, look, man, I was selling so much ice cream. I'm going to stop and do the books right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was out of, like, uh, fudge or, or, like, vanilla swirl. It is one of those moments. But, you know... I, There's I, a lot of them in this movie. Come on. I'm, I'm okay with it, though, because it does build the tension really well. I just I don't stop and think well, about it while I'm watching yeah, the movie. You know, the, the only part of that that really, like, kind of threw me out... Well, there are two things in that scene where um, the <laughs> the paintball chest to the little girl that looks like strawberry, like, jam hitting her. Yeah. It's it a little, like... <laughs> but I, I could see at the time that, you know, holy shit, because I also read that the MPAA was like, you've got to take this out. You're going to get an NC-17 rating or X or whatever. And they did take it out. No, no, no. They told them they took it out. No, they, they, they gave them a version of the movie with that scene removed. <laughs> like a, And then like a baller, they just released it. Yeah. They're just like, fuck it. Just They'll never go back and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think that could happen today? <laughs> no. No. MPA would probably sue your ass. I do know that, uh, that uh, on the series Frasier, uh, when Diane came back, they released a, a version out that had a different ending, and then they went through the rating board or whatever, and then, uh, because they wanted to keep it hush-hush, and so they went ahead and, and they released the one with the alternate ending where Diane comes back from Cheers, and they got in super fucking trouble. Like, because you, how dare you release something that we didn't. What, the FCC yeah. was yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, like, how dare you? You can't do this. This you know? wasn't approved this wasn't by approved. some corporate overlord. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares about Diane? <laughs> what, she Stupid naked? hair. Did she do a strip, strip tease in the no, middle of the show or something? she just shows up and is like, at the very end of the fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> she comes in, she walks in, she goes, oh, fuck. That's cut basically it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, does she cuss? Uh, no, but like oh, okay. I, th- I think Frazier goes on vacation or whatever with his new girlfriend, and then Diane's there in, in, in Barcelona, where the fuck they went. That would have been cool. I would. I've never <clears throat> seen that. I would. I wouldn't mind seeing that. No, you should. Uh, Diane nice comes back. Cheers, uh, Lilith comes back. Um, oh, great. Yeah, yeah get them all. In there. There's some good stuff in there. Frazier's a great show, guys. <laughs> I love check his out dad. my Frazier podcast. <laughs> we were watching every episode and talking about it <laughs> oh man how long was that show on for uh 11 years oh f- wow 26 a- episodes for 11 years oh. all right so look that's a solid uh that's a six solid, year yeah. uh, podcast yeah, man. right there. <laughs> oh wow you guys want to do fraser podcast with me sure why not <laughs> but what we're gonna do is we're gonna yeah. we're gonna we're gonna watch it it's gonna be like a commentary we're gonna watch it and talk over it while we watch it brilliant Love it. So that way they're only like 30 minutes each. Yeah, okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy it. Well, you're you going to have to watch it before we do it. And then oh, we'll, so, okay. And then you'll right. come in. So hey, maybe we'll pause so it. So that's going to be, yeah, so that'll be an hour. It's an hour. Uh, Did we watch three or four hour movies for this thing? <laughs> you, just can't, you, can't watch a, you can't watch a 30 minute movie twice? How many times did you watch this movie, Brian? Uh, well, I watched this one three times. You watched it three times? I did watch really? it three times. I watched yeah. it twice. Wow. I watched it once over the weekend. Uh, yeah. Because because uh, iTunes would give you 48 hours on a rental, <laughs> so I can get through it twice. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. It's uh, streaming for free on, uh, what was it, Tubi? Tubi. T-U-B-I. I don't watch yeah. commercials, Brian. No, it's commercial free. I don't Aww. know what Tubi is. I yeah. just need to get this uh, And it's on, I think it's unrated. I didn't sit down and watch the whole thing, because um, I was watching the Stream Factory Blu-ray, which... You should pick up if you like this movie. Uh, but yeah, it didn't, I don't think it was cut out. Anything was cut? Any of the violence? There usually is. There's. There usually is some uh, type of commercial on Tubi, but it's very short, very very short, and uh, it depends on what time of night you watch it. It's even shorter. But uh, I've seen commercials on there. But yes, I know there's nothing cut out of it. 
There's nothing I remember cut out of this movie on Tubi. They don't they don't cut things out of the movies now. Oh, okay, good. Do you notice the little girl's acting? Do you, do you remember that scene? I like that little girl, so do not talk shit about her. I thought she did a damn good job. I think what you're going to say. I think she did a really good job as well. But I think that she went to the same acting school as uh, Linda Blair. Because every single one of her deliveries is exactly the same as uh, from The Exorcist. Captain Howdy. Daddy. I mean, it's it's. I'm talking about like when I paused, I was like, "Holy fuck, man!" <laughs> You're right. The cadence no, 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 is there. Yeah, the, the, right. No, it seems like that. The, the, it's in the same. It's in the same era. So maybe this is how children actresses were, you know, or just like kids. They had the, the, they they felt very like delivered. If that makes sense, you know. Yeah, it's got that. Weir- it's got a weird cadence to it. It's yeah. It it doesn't pause. It just kind of has that same cadence from beginning to end. I liked her whining though. I thought her like when she's like, oh, but I, oh no, no, I could do it better with ice cream or with food. I'm hungry. Yeah, I thought that was. She's like, Daddy, I'm hungry. Nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was good. No, no, it was I, a nice I, head tilt there. I, I like their, I like their, um, I like that scene where he's like, you know, he's trying to like, well, maybe you can. Uh, he's like he's trying to get her to, he's <laughs> coaching her on what to say. And then that's excellent. You know, that that that's a good moment. You know, building all that up. So you think uh, Carpenter's just sitting could say it exactly like this? I'm thinking that, like... No, not at that time. I'm thinking that she just rehearsed it, and they, she had an acting coach or whatever, and they, yeah. you know... Sure. Ate, you just spit the lines out, you know? At least they weren't just cutting, like they were singles, and they're like cutting to her, and they are being like, all right, now say this line. Okay, now say this line. <laughs> okay, Ooh. now say this line. <laughs> you ever had that happen, James? Yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta give kids line reading? Like, yeah. golly, man. Just do a punch in. We'll pick it up later. No, she holds her own in the two shot. <laughs> no, did she? No, no, no. no they, the they, 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 ride, they ride the entire thing out. Yeah. No, man. She does a good job. I like the two shot. I like it played out in the two shot between the the, the uh, father and the daughter. I, I do like that. And even when she goes down and she she goes down to the, uh, the ice cream man, that's a two where he's kind of like staring off in the distance. She's behind him and she's acting that all out right there. Like she's holding that. She's like, what the fuck, dude? You're right here and your music's on. Give me some fucking ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funnier if she said that, but <laughs> she just started random. She, she, she's away from her dad, it so sounds, she just becomes a mean little bitch. It sounds like you want more personality. You just want a little oh, more yeah. personality, don't you? Well, she's away from dad. She could be like, "Hey, <laughs> how, about, how about the vanilla swirl? <laughs> Listen to me, motherfucker. <laughs> got some chocolate in my vanilla. No, you got some vanilla, vanilla in my, my chocolate." chocolate. I, I don't know where this is going. So well, we're going to show you in a minute how we mix things up, James. Um, so if you guys were going to go get an ice cream, what would you get? Is, is Vanilla Swirl your, your your jam? No. Vanilla Swirl is not my jam. Oh, I'm thinking that at I... this time they probably only have chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, vanilla swirl. Or they maybe only have, like when you go to like an oh, Asian man, restaurant. On. They had bomb pops, man. They had bomb pops. They had banana banana pops. They had they had they had some that yeah, stuff. ice cream sandwiches in there yeah yeah, yeah. Well, come on. remember the, the they had push ups they had orange push ups come on oh like like oh man fuck yeah dude orange push ups <laughs> like, like orange sherbet like the yeah. you know yes I, on it. yes <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about they had that crazy cone thing that in the bottom back. in the tip of the bottom had the uh, had the the, the the like jawbreaker in the oh in my the bottom. god yeah dude yeah yeah. 
Yeah, and the wow. bottom row. Yeah, never yeah. got those. Yeah, man. Does ice cream man still like? I don't know. I haven't seen one in a long time. I haven't well, seen. You, one. You're just saying they go around I'm, the neighborhood talk because to what, you know. no, no, it, it's Hello, been. Hello, children. <laughs> no, it's like come buy some fun. It does that. Fucking <laughs> ride your rabbit. No, but I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen one in a long time. But the last one I saw, no shit, it was doing that, and it was like hello. <laughs> that's so creepy, dude. I would not buy ice cream from. Oh fuck, that's ugh. Man, you Rethink s- your marketing strategy. <laughs> well, you can sell a lot of weed too, man. And well, I mean, I, I, th- I, you know, I think I think that's how that works, you know. <laughs> yeah, but also, mm-hmm. well, I like how he's like his his, mom, his little girl's like, "Daddy, it's the ice cream man," and he's like, "God damn it! All right, one second. And like gives her, his, and like he doesn't even like just send her off. Yeah, you don't have to watch your kid. And it's yeah. just, and, oh, it's, yeah. and it's also it's weird that like, no wonder she got shot. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you need to keep your eye on your. Do you know where your kid is? But it's really weird that he like she dies and then he just like runs off. Yeah, just leaves her body. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought so too. It's 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 very it's very. You know what world what world does this guy not just freak out? I mean, collapse. Dude, if your kid you know. got killed, like just shot, just point blank, you were like thirty feet away. You know. I don't know, man. If if they were murdered, I don't know. And then I don't they, know. Would, and, would you would you so get he, really pissed and want, and so, want revenge? So he went like into like revenge mode, right? Yeah, that was his thing. He and was the, like, I don't think that's well, like. Here's, here's the thing: the ice cream man sent him into uh, into revenge mode because he was like, "Get the gun and go." Now that was goofy as fuck. That's probably the goofiest get part the of, gun the, of the entire go. thing. Where he, where he leans up and he like, it's just he's, it's just so bad. No, it's his, bad his because he bad. it's bad because he dies right after he says it. You know, if he had just been like maybe struggling there. He's just laying there going, Ugh. and like bleeding out, and the uh, and the guy should ate more ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, ice cream was good. Fuck. <laughs> if the father had been leaving a shot ice cream man there to die, it would have it would have graded this up a little bit and not made the dad such a a right. good guy. If he would have just yeah. jumped in the ice cream truck and started chasing him in the ice cream truck. Well, I mean, yeah, or that. Get back in his car and like run him down, or like, I don't know why he's going off on foot. No, 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 he gets, he gets, he gets, he gets in his car. car. Okay, yeah. I'm trying to remember because it's a long chase sequence. It's it, it's it, only two shots. Well, I'm talking about it's daylight. <laughs> it's, it's literally two shots. It's daylight when you start, and it's nighttime. It's dusk when he chases him down. Well, yeah, he he, but he pulls off in one shot, and then there's like a scene at the police station, and then you come back, and it's like a car mounted shot. And you see the other car following it, and they they do a jump cut in there. They do, and then they 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 do a wide shot where they they uh, they they turn and face each other. Yes, and then the guys jump out of the car. Obviously, <laughs> nobody else has a gun because all the other gang members run like right. bitches, like they scared do. bitches, except for that one guy with that crazy like, rifle thing. No, they uh, we established they all had guns because they were in the cars earlier, and they're like, driving around yeah, all solemn and shit, no their, radio on, yeah. just <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I thought, Well, I tell you what, they all run like bitches. Except that one guy. Well, they, they, they all run, but they all they all back. run in this movie. There's lots of shots of like cutting, and they're just like running through the frame. They're, th- that or they, <laughs> well, yeah. they're, they're. I, I don't they're know. Very, they're very like you know. They're very athletic gang. They've got this stance they do. Unlike zombies, he said we can't have them walk through the frame because that looks too much like zombies. So they have to run through the frame because he hadn't seen forward to Dawn of the Dead remake. Right, but um, <laughs> or that crouch they have where they're they're kind of crouched down in silhouette. Oh yeah, when they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're peeking through the trees. Yeah, and, they, and, and they're they're all, all, <laughs> they all got that kind of caveman crunching. You're like, what, like what the 4K, hell are they like doing? HMI, like blasting them real hard, like kicking off the pavement. Don't stand up straight, guys. Kind of crunch down like you're see you through those like trees and that weird little oh, no, shooting no, in this parking those, lot. I thought they were laying down to, uh, to they, s- use the scopes. They right? did do that too. Yeah, yeah. No, but there's this, there's there's a shot where like there's four of them. And they they come up and they they space out evenly. 
yeah. kind of do this crouch, and they're looking, and it looks kind of it looks a little ridiculous. <laughs> I don't remember them. Coming I think out some tighter them. shots would have been a little better. It, everything's just played very wide, and all it that. is played very wide. Well, they, they and sometimes it can be I, silly. I, I know what you're saying. They're probably saving film, and they're just like, oh, they, we got it. Let's move on. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, you can tell that they just <laughs> set that camera up, and they're like, all right, guys, run through. One and they do motion one. All right, two motion two. All right, now clear frame. Okay, Cut the camera. <laughs> look, there goes our clear shot. Okay, uh, roll camera. Are right, you guys already start running? All right, roll camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my goodness. Yeah, they're they're saving film, man. Uh, we we need know. to move on. Uh, we need to check the gate real quick. Now, fuck it, we're moving on. <laughs> We can't. We don't have enough film to check the gate. Yeah, we, we got to save it up to shoot these squibs. <laughs> it doesn't matter. If it looks grainy, that's just cool. Um, these squibs are amazing, by the way. No, dude. The, the squibs the, are, are are the truly worst excellent. one. The worst. The worst. Is it the gun paper is it the, all the papers going up. Is it no, that's okay. Up? That's okay. Great, I, I think I think the worst one is when the dude gets up in the back seat and he shoots the dude in the head, and, and the way that 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 window breaks. Is kind of bad. Yeah, and they can hear. I don't remember? The, a squib oh, yeah, oh yeah, I wrote that down. I wrote that down. No, it's not a squib. It's that they break. They bust the window out. Yeah, so it kind of like. Yeah, window, yeah, yeah, right. Because uh, okay. that looks so kind of like, bad. Because they, they're all the way there. So that could have just been a window breaking somewhere. <laughs> yeah, how the hell did you hear that that far, far away? away? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's really bad. Oh, I didn't think it. They didn't even get down to the end of the block. Dude, watch the footage. He's way on down because because there's a shot where he like where they they show this like uh, him drive off down into the darkness like through the through the buildings. Yeah. So that's dude. He's already like he never quarter mile away. He never he gets that. through an intersection, so he can't be to the Bro. end of the block yet. I'm just saying what they showed. <laughs> there's there's no, no way. Even at the end of the block, they would still not be able to see that window breaking like that. Well, or they heard. Oh, they heard it. Yeah, they they would hear the gunshot. They wouldn't hear the window breaking. I'm gonna go down the street, into the street, real quick, and shoot a gun. We'll be back in a second. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got a silencer? Yeah, he had a silencer too. Those guys, they they had silencers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, 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 that's a that is a cool thing because you can imagine him saying, "Okay, every other action movie up to this point is just bang, bang, bang," and he's like, you know, let's just hear. Well, if they have too much gunshots, supposedly it, uh, the the cops will hear them. But you'd think they'd start hearing. Everybody the, else has normal guns, though. Yeah, yeah. That's what their whole thing is like. Nobody can hear them. Nobody can hear. Well, it's no, like, but that, because that, oh, the cops are driving around use, like, what? I don't see nothing. But no, they use the silencers the first time. Yeah, when they're just attacking before anybody is. They're not fighting each other. It's they're just shooting the police station with the silencers. Yeah, they're fucking it up. Yeah, that's when they're using the silencers. And they, and they set it up with the expository dialogue, which there's quite a bit in this movie about when they're talking to each other. It's like, oh, the oh, phone lines God. are dead. That means that even if anybody heard the shots, they wouldn't be able to call men. You know, I kind of <laughs> like that. I kind of like that better on my second viewing because, like I said, it's very hard to turn off your like modern brain of like the way you see movies and all that. And then when I was watching it, and I think the second time when I like released it a little bit and I was watching it and like just being able to enjoy it, uh, I liked it a lot better. That that that, that you, with with such like a um, low budget thing, you know, it's all told in dialogue. I mean, really. So this is kind of how it is. Yeah, and that's that's how they tell the story. That's and I think that you can't do so much visually. It, it's not a bad setup. The story setup's not bad. Everything oh, uh, is really done, but the dialogue in this movie can be terrible. Oh my god, the dialogue can <laughs> yeah, be terrible. Yeah, it's like see, I, I, okay. So point point in case. So the bus scene. Okay, so they're driving in the bus scene before the fucking dude has the plague. Who, I would never be sitting next to that motherfucker who's over there coughing. I'd be like, "Can y'all move me, please?" That dude, poor, he's a prisoner. He doesn't get a fucking choice. Oh shit! You see all these fucking. You see all these things. Like, dude, this dude is dying of the fucking plague over here. Please put me in a different seat. 
No rights. <laughs> Why? Because he's a black man? No, because you're <laughs> a prisoner. You're incarcerated, motherfucker. You ain't got no rights. You gave yeah, him but up. still, man, I'd be so like, man, I'd have my head down in my shirt. Like, <laughs> man, please don't breathe on me, man. Like, this guy's dying. But what he's do you dying? What do you think about that two shot where the where the cop comes over and he's like, you know, why did you? Oh man, you know, that's awesome. So right, so that's all. That's all like uh, exposition. And do you think that that was too wordy or, or, or cheesy? Are you talking about scenes like that, or, or are you talking There's about more of the hokeyer shit? A lot, a lot, like uh, I don't know. You run this place like a turkey, like turkey on chicken day. <laughs> no, it's a chicken day in turkey. Chicken day in turkey. Okay, you run yeah. this station like chicken day in turkey. That's that's fantastic. That's just that's just know. good. Is that something they said in the seventies? There's there's cheesy shit like like where the where the, the the woman who barely opens her eyes, she kind of has Garfield eyes. And I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So what, Lars Zimmer? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The actress Lee. Yeah, Lee. The, she 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 barely the, ever. Uh, she her eyes are always like like she's like on fucking Percocets or something. I think that's but, supposed to be sultry. <laughs> but anyway, well, just every single shot, she's just kind of like that. But she's like, she went in there to get some coffee. But I do like that coverage where they're like in there, and then she goes in, and then and like he walks in, and then like she's in there still making the coffee, but the way that that edits and that coverage into him going into that room where he tells the fucking story about how his dad, about you know his his love for the law, basically, because his dad like sent him in as a kid because he was a little shit. You know whose story and, that really is? No. That's uh, Alfred Hitchcock's story. That really happened. Alfred Hitchcock's dad did that to Wait, him. I think we learned. I th- yeah, I think. I, I, okay, now that you said that, that, yeah, I remember hearing that when we did Psycho. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah. Uh, Truffaut uh, Hitchcock book. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and during that yeah, interview section, cool. yeah, that's um, where Carpenter pulled that from. Anyway, but she's in there like making coffee, and she looks at him. And she's like black, and he's like for over thirty, 30 years. years. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, that's cheesy, but I like that. That's cool, you know. Look, I like the dialogue. I don't think the dialogue's a problem. It's the, it's the delivery with with it's just with Napoleon Wilson. Those Snake Plissken one-liners, hey you got to smoke. Hey, they're not delivered. No, yeah, yeah, at, he's he's not think he's right. fine with if you got to smoke. It's 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 the it's it's the bad light. It's like, yeah, I don't, know, I don't sit I, as good I think, as I used to. I, I, I well, that's what I'm talking about. It's, it's all those so, it's so it's so dry. He may not be the best actor for the role. What? <laughs> Yeah, I think he's the. No, I, I think he has a good look and all that. I just think, I don't know, man. I, he, I think he, I think he, he could be given more. He's kind of subdued on, on a lot of his deliveries, which is fine. He is good, and he grows on you. It's just he does. It's just it's 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 off a little. It's not like Pierce, Bro- uh, not Pierce Brosnan, uh, Charles Bronson, or um, uh, Clint Eastwood. It's it's just I don't know, those guys are those guys are acting more than this guy. This guy is very laid back. Are they acting more? I mean, we just talked about Clint Eastwood and Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Like, what is he doing more than... I mean, he's squinting more. I'm just going to squint here. (sighs) Well, at that point, that's all he had to do. Yeah. And I mean, like, Kurt Russell and even Escape from New York, he just... He delivers those, call me snake. (laughs) It's just... I don't know. Something about it, it it just works a little bit better. And maybe they're just playing Clint Eastwood. And Clint Eastwood kind of just established that role. And that's what... Our generation thinks so. Or maybe they had more time to do more takes to get it right. And maybe this was like, once they got the fucking lines right and everything was like, good, good, we're good, we're moving on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's true. I mean, dude, they they didn't really... 20-day shoot, man. They had no fucking time, man. $100,000. Yeah. 20 days. Especially $100,000 building sets and, and, and explosions and all those fucking, like, squibs and fucking, like, those little gunshots and, and Is everything. there more than one explosion? 
Uh, the one at the end is the only one. Uh, yeah. I'm just saying, there's that's money, man. Yeah. I mean, just breaking all that, getting all that breakaway glass that they had in there. Yeah, from the squibs, from the it, lockdown shots of the squibs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Cameras are a lot bigger back then, James. It was harder to move them. <laughs> I was thinking more of the breakaway glass that you would have to reset. Uh, what do you think he wrote on that desk? You know, they, they don't cut to it. In that coffee scene we were just talking about. He tells that anecdote about, you know, his dad sending man and basically he's kind of saying like, you know, that was my first run in with the law. Like was I learned to respect to the, the law. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. He looks down at it yeah, and, and she looks at it for a second. They just don't cut to it. Yeah. That's the desk. He's sitting yeah. on the desk. That's the whole thing. And she says something to him like and uh, she's like, she's like, she's like oh, the, uh, that's very colorful. What's the word? word. Yeah. yeah. He points to it. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know the scene you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what the word. Probably motherfucker. You think he wrote motherfucker? I don't know, man. What would have been really bad in the 70s? Cholo? <laughs> he wrote... Cholo! What if it just said Cholo? No, no. What if in the credits, when it rolls credits at the end, instead of just being that black with red text, it just cuts it back Cholo. to that fucking desk, and it just says Cholo. Right. It, the, it just it etched in there, that's the credit scene. So, it, like, they, they walk out, and then, like, you know, walk off in the sunset, and then it fades up, and it just says Cholo. Like, he fucking knew it the whole time. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> You've been hanging out with producers too much, Jerry. <laughs> Gotta get you away, man. You've seen the dark side, bro. Is it time for the fucking uh, I trailer? Think it is time for the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to play the trailer for Assault on Precinct 13. We'll be back. Freeze. This is the police. Drop your weapons and place your hands above your heads. On Saturday. Six members of the gang known as Street Thunder were ambushed by the police. On Sunday, Cholo. the warlords of Street Thunder swore a blood oath to avenge their dead. For the gang called Street Thunder, it is a day of vengeance. It's war in the streets. Oh, Jesus, come on. Come on, I'll give you my money. Just don't hurt me, please. Please. It's terror in the night. It's the most shattering assault on a police station in history. Assault on Precinct 13. This is the siege. It's a goddamn siege. You want to stay here and hold until somebody comes, okay? We're in the middle of a city, inside a police station. They're not afraid to die. Any of them. They want to rip us apart, no matter what it costs. It means to the death. Precinct 13. Cut off. Isolated in the middle of a city. As a human wave of street killers turns the night into a nightmare. war going on down here. We can't find the damn thing. A white-hot night of hate. Assault on Precinct 13. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Assault on Precinct 13. What'd you guys think of that uh, that uh, scratched up trailer there? I like that. I kind of like it with that look on it. Yeah. I kind of like to see the movie all like that. 
All grindhousey. All grindhoused out. Yeah. No, I, I I like the restoration they did. No, no, the restoration I, looks yeah, really good. Nice. I, I noticed that, like you know, <clears throat> they brought out a lot more detail in the restoration than than what you're seeing in that, or just maybe that's just such a degenerated trailer. Yeah, well, I, that, that's, that's kind of how I remember it looking on VHS <laughs> back in the day. Although, you know, scratch that. I don't think I ever saw this on VHS. Um, You've only seen the 4K. <laughs> I wish there was a 4K scan of this. Um, wait, did you did you watch it in 4K? On, on I don't know if it was 4K. Let me check real quick. Oh, man, that would be impressive because you you watched that on Apple TV, right? I did. That's what you said. All right. Yeah. No, I've I've only seen the uh, the Blu-ray, but uh, I saw it on TV. Uh, what was it like WGN or something like that? Um, first time, and then I remember the DVD in the early aughts. Yeah, this was kind of a harder Carpenter movie to find. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, like so much of his uh, stuff from the '80s would just play on TV all the time. I remember Escape from New York on television a lot. Halloween. Oh, okay. You mean back in the day, it was harder to find? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just 1080. It was just 1080. Yeah, but it looked great though. Oh, it, yeah. No, it looks yeah for it great on my 4K TV in 1080. So if that tells you anything. 1976, a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, come on, that's impressive. That the movie looks as good as it does. Yeah. For a hundred grand. Well, I mean, also too, this is like what this is John Carpenter's. This is his first real movie. He had done one other movie with uh, with Dan O'Bannon, uh, Dark Star. Yeah, Dark Star. Yeah, What's he that all about Dark Star. Uh, it's kind of a goofy science fiction movie with these degenerates aboard a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're on a long term mission to go out into space and find planets that uh, pose a threat to humanity and blow them up with these uh, intelligent bombs. Cool. Yeah, it's got kind of a 2001 slash uh, strange love. Yeah, it's definitely 2001 and strange love all mixed together. Weird. So it's slow and like. Well, it's it's, it's really goofy too because there's like a beach yeah. ball alien, like an <sighs> orange beach ball with legs. So it's got some Star Trek in there. <laughs> Goofier mission, like, like oh, what are you, goofier than Star Trek in the sixties? Well, yeah, because this was extremely low, but it was pretty much a student film. Okay, right. And then uh, the student film is shorter than the the movie because the movie, as Dan O'Bannon said, they uh, they got funding to, uh, to to release it as a movie, but they had to add like fifteen minutes worth of footage into it, and they didn't have it, so they just. Uh, Put some filler in there, and uh, I think he made said, it a movie. Made some money. Well, yeah, and he said he went from being, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of a, a great student film to being a kind of mediocre, <laughs> like like THX eleven thirty eight. Didn't that start off as a student film and but, then turn uh, into a film? But, but, but that, it wasn't a short film that turned into a feature. I think it was, and it's not a mediocre feature. No, that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. I'm glad we're glad we're agreeing on this here. <sighs> I mean, it's me be, it's better than Star Wars. <laughs> what? I was going to try to give you a heart, heart attack in one way or the other. Oh, man. We're just going from one extreme to the other. Can't we get a middle? <laughs> Let's meet meet in common ground here, Jared. Well, our, this movie here, it came out like right before Star Wars, right? Yeah, the year before. Yeah, so it looks pretty good, man. This movie looked better than Star Wars? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some some of the lighting's a little bit better. Now, there's some really nicely lit things in here, but they, you know for, they're not scared of they're not scared of shadows. I mean they're they're like you know, but they in this movie, yeah, yeah, and not Dark Star because you said student. Well, okay, the, the, this was their first film, I guess, out of film school. But the lighting's pretty good, man. And like there's there's the DP anyway. Well, really, the gaffer on this was Jack English, and uh, what did Jack English do? 
he became uh, Philip Lucillo's gaffer. Um, you know, Interview with a Vampire, Big Fish. He's uh, done a lot of films. So, yeah, he's he's been doing it for a while. Oh, yeah. Well, he did a damn good job on this. Yeah, he did, for especially the low-budget. Jack English did a great job with this. Wow, so the gaffer went on to have a, a career, but the this DP didn't really go on to do anything. That tells you something right there. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess he did a lot of TV. Okay, no, he, yeah, he did some stuff after this. Well, you know that the uh, the actress uh, Lori Zimmer, who we talked about earlier, who kind of looks like Garfield, um, <laughs> you know, just in the eyes. Um, <laughs> other than that, she's pre- she's pretty pretty. But um, she didn't really do much. She only did like four things, and and then I think at some time, I, th- yeah. I think it was in the eighties or the nineties, there was a documentary called "What Happened to Lori Zimmer." Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, what happened to this woman? She did these things, and then she just disappeared. And they just kind of like use that as a way. And apparently, she's a school teacher and you know living a normal life. Really? Yep. I mean, you just like four <laughs> movies, and I'm, I'm like, like, I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go. What movies did she do for me? How many? What movies did she do? You got it right there. Uh, She did. She did a. Maybe they were all just like you know mediocre, and she's like, okay, I'm just I just can't keep doing this this bullshit and making twenty dollars. She did Assault in Precinct Thirteen, Prime (laughs) prime Time, uh, some French film, and Mm -hmm. a TV movie called The Survival of Diana. Well, she but, probably made enough money to retire off that, right? <laughs> She's still getting those residual checks. Right. Oh, do you remember Laurie Zimmer? That's it. That's okay. that's the documentary. What year was that? Um, oh, man, I just clicked off of it. Uh, <laughs> Damn, Brian. 2003. Okay, yeah. So the people are still trying to think of her in 2003. That that was somebody digging. All right. Well, the guy that made <laughs> that IMDb. The guy that made that documentary is uh, the guy that directed her in the in the French film. Oh no way. Yeah, in oh. 1978. So. He's like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> Why didn't he just call her up? Well, he had to go make a fucking doc out of this. He's like, he's like, I got this great idea for a documentary. <laughs> Do you guys remember this actress that I worked with this one time? I want to know if she ever opened her eyes. I'm telling you, dude. Pull, pull up any shot of her. Yeah. I, I double dog dare you. Pull up a shot. Let's let's see it. Please, just Come for me. On. I know you got it right there. You just go to her page. It's the only thing that's on there. Just go to her page. Yeah. Right there. See, that's the first shot. That's her. Ah, they're kind of open there. Go to the next shot. <laughs> they're kind of open. That's what the Garfield man kind of open. Look, see her. Look at her. Look at her on the right there. There you go. <laughs> That's her look. Half open. All right. What did you, it's, what like, did you, it's like she's what, just about what did you to think sneeze. Of her? What did you guys think of her performance? I, I, think she did, I think she did okay. I think she was pretty solid. I think that, that there's a really iconic shot with her where uh, there's been this like running joke, quote unquote, throughout the entire film. You gotta smoke. You yeah. gotta smoke. And then he gets over to her and he looks over at her and he goes, you gotta smoke. And then she's like, puts one in his mouth, and she pulls out a fucking match and, and lights it on camera with just her fingers and lights it. And, and we're, it's, we're, it's, it's we're being lit, shot lit. after one, and she's been shot in one. Oh yeah, she's like, she's like, I just got shot. Yeah, she's like, what else have I got? A fucking Larry Howard been shot. Come on. No, that's great. No, yeah. I'm saying this is, this is a great moment, and, and like you know, it it looks great. It they're both great in the moment. Yeah, that's 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 super cool. So, kudos to her on that. She made probably one of my most, the probably the my, one of my favorite things in this movie. I like her. Her eyes? Toward the end of the movie, when the uh, precinct, the siege starts, 
But man, before then, I don't know. She does look like she's like kind of asleep, or like she's like she's bored. Well, it's late. It's the end of the day. She's bored. She's bored. Fuck, I'm, there's nothing to do here. I like her badass. Like, okay, this is the problem. Toward the end of the film, and how she handles the situation. It's but. just if you look at that picture, that, that she never changes that look on her face, and even like, even the, I'm thinking like I can see that when, when they're like, oh, that's right, send the fucking prisoners out to you know wish me luck, and then they they both go, good luck. She's like, great, I guess got fucking wish luck for some cops. She just never like breaks beyond that level. Like there's. She kind of, she kind of, she kind of one note, I guess I would say. Yeah, well, like you said, when she gets shot, there's like no reaction. Oh yeah, she's right? like, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, there is no reaction. It's just like, did she get shot? No, she, I thought she got shot. She didn't get shot. Look at her. What was no, the movie? No, no, we she got where the shot. old man got shot who was raping his daughter. What? I think what? James was here for that one too. What was the, what movie was that? I don't know. What? I, I can't think. Of, uh, that's <laughs> such a random. Scene. Are you talking they're, about they're, Chinatown? The Chinatown, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, just like how he got shot and didn't fucking react. I think just at this in movie, oh, yeah. older oh, movies, okay, okay, older yeah, movies, yeah. when you get shot, you just don't react. <laughs> you're just like, oh fuck, my, I got shot in the yeah, ear. My John Houston, yeah, in yeah. the movie gets yeah, shot. Yeah, he gets shot. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then he's over covering the girl. It's okay with his giant hands. Well, look, at least he grabbed his wound. Like she just like. She's like, she looks over and like, oh, fuck, that squib went off. Does she look at No, I don't think she looks at it. You're right. I think she, may, she just looks forward. Yeah, she's just looking forward yeah. the entire time like, come at me, bro. Like, somebody, somebody, told her, somebody told her that if she moved, then that fucking thing might blow off her arm. <laughs> it might go off the other way. Maybe she's just super scared of the squib. Oh, uh, well, uh, she didn't have a squib. That was actually an optical. Um, that's why that scene right there, it looks dark. Um, I had to listen to the commentary. It was driving me crazy because uh, I brought that up when we yeah. were talking about it on the phone. It's like there's this one section of the movie. And I was it gets like, I don't really know dark. If, yeah, yeah oh, really? it was the transfer or like the they just ran out of money and they're like, you see it three times. Load any Start film stock. That shit. <laughs> but that scene is really dark. It and is. It is it's dark. Gr- it's extra grainy, but it's just that little teeny sequence and the shots around it. I mean, because the fight scene in the jail, the actual sale, uh, the the cell. You mean where they where she's. Is there a fight scene? Yeah, like after she gets shot, um, she kicks one attacker in the nuts, and then she yeah, backs she into uh, Wilson's N- cell. Napoleon Wilson, yeah. Yeah, and then Wilson like attacks him, mm, and yeah, uh, mm, yeah mm, he does that crazy mm, like mm. arm snap. Like, yeah, <laughs> the guy's arm like, oh man, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal shit. It's I told awesome. you under siege. Oh, oh, you made me right, Jared. Fuck you. Told you. Oh damn it. Is it really called Under Siege? No, no, it? no, no. I think it was just the one of the Siege. Okay, that's that's a little better. It may be Under Siege though. The cook is a Navy Seal. <laughs> just a cook. I'm just so badass. All I can do is cook. Mm. Dude, we should just do a Steven Seagal month. Dude, oh, it, bro. totally just, down. Mm. Oh no, 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 no. Just you so, guys, why would you do that? Oh man, just why would you do that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It would be great. Don't do that. What's the one where like he was like he was like part Indian or whatever, and then like they there was this like on deadly ground. There's like this tea that he drinks throughout the entire movie, and that ends up being the the key to like you know saving everybody from this toxin. Did he direct that one? What's it called? Wait, wait, hold up. Wait, he drinks the tea that saves everybody from a toxin. There's like a toxin or something that that, that happened, and then, then like he's got like his. Uh, That's not there's the there's like a there's like a tea that that that, that they have within his family and his like you know Indian tribe or whatever some kind of herbal tea some like a herbal it's got flowers and stuff in it and it ends up they ends up like testing that later and it becomes the solution to, to saving everybody is this tea this MacGuffin tea is it called Cholo? no it's, it's Cholo tea fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> fuck up. 
It's called Cholo. Yes, yeah, Cholo Tea. I, I I hate that I don't know the name of this, but yeah, it's one of those like nineties. Gotta be a no. That's not a ninety, dude. Uh, maybe it's a two thousands one. Yeah, it's got to be one of those direct video ones. Because if it came on the theater, I saw it. I'm telling you, I saw it on HBO or something when I was in high school. So you were a big uh, Steven Seagal fan? Oh, bro. yeah, when I was young? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah bro. Who the fuck are you talking to over here, man? <laughs> Steven Seagal's a badass. Have you ever seen, the, you ever seen that Steven Seagal movies in the theater? <laughs> have you ever seen that Steven Seagal Mountain Dew commercial? Where he no. goes, he goes into a oh, convenience. He goes into a convenience store, right? And he and and he is inadvertently knocking out all these guys who are trying to rob the convenience store. It's like he's not even trying. He goes over and he like opens the door to get a Mountain Dew and knocks one in the face and and goes over and then like when he finally gets up to the to the register to pay the fucking guy at the registers looking at him like holy because he's seen what he's done the whole time and he's like holy shit and he's completely stunned and like uh, and so Steven Skull gets up there and he sets the Mountain Dew down and he pays for it and he goes yeah I can't believe it's me either and he walks out <laughs> on point <laughs> wow Mountain Dew Steven Skull's like hey I got an idea remember remember Under Siege <laughs> remember that movie Remember the second one? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Those Dark were good. But uh, they made it they made two undersea movies. Oh yeah. Dude. All right, James, you're here for that month. Oh, man. We're doing those yeah. two. And then the Mark for Death. The train. Uh, and then what? All right, so what's our fourth one? <laughs> wow, you just threw out Mark for Death. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jared's like, I gotta see that Jamaican get his back broken. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then we'll find the one with the T that I'm I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I've already told you the ending. I'm oh, sorry. Hard to kills. Hard to kills. Pretty good. That's good. <laughs> I'm using good very loosely. <laughs> They're entertaining. <sighs> well, they they spent a lot of time trying to figure out the name for that one, didn't they? <laughs> 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 oh, it, it's 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 like comfort food. I don't know. There is there is something comfortable about Seagal and Van Damme and Schwarzenegger. And oh, no doubt. Stallone movies. It, it, uh, they are bad though. But like, oh, like man, I love Tango and Cash, dude. I just laugh my ass off every time I watch that. Really? Yeah, I just think that's absolutely hysterical. Mm. <laughs> Have you guys seen that recently? Is that the arm wrestling one? No, that's no. over the top. No, that's over the top. My bad. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never Tango seen and over Cash. the top. Is that the one with Kurt oh. Russell and? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And yeah. Sylvester Stallone. And Sylvester, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I haven't seen. I haven't seen that in They're forever. The two cops dude. and they get framed and they get thrown in jail and. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's good, stupid fun. Anyway, uh, back to Assault on Precinct 13. Let's <laughs> <laughs> chop all that out. Uh, no, 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 man. Leave that stuff. You know, it, it, it's, it actually kind of plays into, like, I mean, I do think Carpenter hasn't, he did influence a lot of those 90s action movies. Because, um, you know, the filmmakers at that time, they grew up watching those movies. Those films were coming out when they were in film school. They learned to move the camera. <laughs> Carpenter does. I mean, for a hundred thousand uh, dollars, there are a lot of uh, dolly shots, a whole bunch of dolly shots in this movie. I and mean, there's a lot of lockdown shots, but there are a lot of dolly. Are there a lot of dolly moves in this? Yeah, mm-hmm. you you watch them. Uh, like he's, he's at least three, maybe four. Oh no, man! What? Could be five. That could be ten. Who knows? Yeah. Oh man, there's a lot more than that. All right, pull it up. We're gonna start counting dolly shots. Yeah, Every time like, the camera moves, we'll let's, you know, let's count them. <laughs> we have a little. And we we and need a cash register. Can't be a pan. Ka-ching. Every time we have one. <laughs> I like the handheld in the beginning. How the movie opens. I, man, I, th- boom, I, th- I think it's well done. <laughs> no man, I think it's really well done for what it is. Yeah, for a hundred grand, yeah. 
Well done. Well done. Super well done. You gave us a hundred grand. We could do something comparable. I don't know. I don't know, man. Car, car, I don't know about building it. I think we have to like and blowing stuff. You up. think we could do this for a hundred thousand? No. Not building everything, but like you know, using real locations. I don't know. You'd have to destroy. You it. have to have a set, and you have to blow up a set. Yeah, that's true. To, you have to have a bus with. They use locate. What the only set they had was the inside of the precinct. They had the inside of the precinct. Yep. They, they had the yeah. hallway with the holding cells. Right. And they had the basement, so they had three sets. Right. That's not. not you have a bunch of cars. You've got a well. You've got one squad car, and then well, not that many. Three cars, three or four cars, and then yeah, those are all just car mounts, regular yeah. cars you're renting. And then the bus from the uh, that was actually a real bus. They had to ADR all that crap. <laughs> <laughs> they spent a lot of money on the sound, and uh, the producers I was uh, reading were actually it was accusing John Carpenter of uh, underpaying the crew to get all the sound fucking equipment. You only gave us a hundred thousand dollars. You could have given given us more. What the fuck? Yeah, but he was like, "Look, man, you're spending all this fucking money on sound." Uh, yeah, I'm trying well, to make a good movie. Sounds most of your movie. What did he buy it? What he bought the equipment for himself or what? I, I don't know if he bought it or he rented it or what, but it was some expensive stuff. Like even the synth, uh, synth equipment that he was using was at the boom, time boom, boom, boom. pretty expensive. You know, we didn't talk about that, but Carpenter did. He he uh, wrote the music, wrote the screenplay, directed the film. Yeah, a lot. Did he do something else too? Oh, he edited the film. He cut it. So the producer said that he underpaid the crew? Yeah. Wow. He was, was the fucking crew. Well, I mean, most of them, yeah. Like, like Ben Burt is uh, one of the gang members coming through getting shot in the door. The fucking sound designer well, from Star Wars. They needed more people, man. Uh, I think Jack told me that uh, everybody in, on the crew was in the movie, Got was an extra in the movie. So Jack may be in this movie somewhere getting Who shot. Who the fuck is Jack? Jack English. You know Jack English? Uh, I've worked with him once. Why didn't you say that earlier? Well, okay. Right. <laughs> this is the movie crew podcast. Okay. The movie crew, you're supposed to talk about, hey, I work with this motherfucker who worked on this fucking movie. Mo- James? James only hit me in all humble. Do we need to fucking talk about the rules of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what did you work with him on? Uh, a movie called Bolden. You probably never heard of. Bolden? What's Bolden about? I have not heard of that. It's uh, about Buddy Bolden, who was a... Uh, Maybe the jazz musician guy, maybe the progenitor of jazz, and oh, that's uh, cool. And his life in uh, in a uh, in New Orleans, yeah, that's awesome. And uh, was he the gaffer on that? Yes, he was. So he's still gaffing, still kicking it. He's still kicking it. He did a lot of movies. He uh, he actually did, uh, I believe, Dark Star too. Uh, I know he worked on Dark Star. I don't know if he gaffed Dark Star, but he uh, he known these guys. He he's known. He knew Lucas. And from back in the day. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He knows a ton of people. He's done a lot of films. He's he, he did you know Forty Eight Hours, and then you know bigger films as he went along. But uh, Badlands, things like that. That's oh, awesome. Malik. Yeah. So anyway, but getting back That's to a this. Movie. But yeah, they uh, they. I, I think Jack was saying. Did he say that he was the only one that didn't get killed on this film? Didn't get, maybe he was saying like he was the only one who didn't get wasn't. Did. Have you been on screen yet? Uh, uh, yes. No, you haven't. Get the fuck on. Screen. I yeah. died yesterday. I swear. <laughs> we just need you to run through the frame in the background, deep focus. I'm trying to remember if Jack said that he was the only one who didn't get shot on this film. That didn't, or if he, maybe he is in there somewhere. But I think he said he was the only one who didn't out of the crew. So many legends uh, at the time, just you know, were students around the 
L.A. at this time. Well, it's kind of cool. Well, apparently, most of the people that like in the riots, you know, people running through and all that, those were all like film students. They went to the local film school and was like, "Look, we need motherfuckers to run through the frame." Yeah, <laughs> come on. Did you guys uh, by ha- uh, by any chance see the 2005 remake? No, I didn't get a chance to watch it, Brian. Who's in it? Uh, Ethan Hawke and um, Ethan Hawke's in the remake. Yeah, he's the cop, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne plays. Lawrence the- Fishburne's in the remake. Yeah, I, they renamed the characters. I forget what his name is, but he's not Napoleon Wilson. They give him some other names. So Lawrence F- Fishburne's Napoleon. Well, the Napoleon Wilson character. Yeah. Well, I imagine he's. I imagine he's pretty good in the, as the character. Hopefully. Does he have the same lines? Does he well, say no? They they switch they switch it around. So in the remake, it's not uh it's not about a gang coming to assault the police. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is actually ma- made this deal with these cops that he's buying firearms off of, uh-huh. and they want a higher percentage. And he tells them to go fuck themselves. So there's a shootout, and Lawrence Fishburne's character murders one of the cops. He gets arrested. He gets thrown in jail, and. The crooked cops are worried that he's going to talk. So they're going to the crooked cops are the ones who come and try to kill him. Exactly. When they're shooting the, there's like a bunch of scenes with like you know laser pointers, you know, you you know going through the windows with the red dots and everything. Of course, there's a bunch of silence where silence weapons and things like that. So, so it's good. Uh, No, it's it's very generic. You're not supposed to say that. It's a very it's a very generic action film. Is it better than this one? No, it's not. It's missing all the flavor. Like, I can't believe they didn't like What's rework the, the score. The score's the flavor in this one. No, it, the, they they didn't even put the theme in there at all. I was, I was talking cool. about. Yeah, they don't put the theme in there. Uh, what, the flavor of this is a John Carpenter movie, man. I mean, I don't know if you believe in the auteur theory or not, but uh, you can see John Carpenter's stamp all over this movie. You you can't see it. I don't know. Can you see it? I don't know. I don't know it enough. Brian no. is a uh, well. I don't know. Trained. I mean, it does. It doesn't. Right? I don't. <clears throat> I don't know if it quite has that feeling of the thing. Uh, it certainly has the score. Oh, it definitely has the feeling of the thing. Like, think about those long tracking shots. Like, especially like right before. Um, I love that one where you know the dogs released uh, in the compound, and he's just roaming the halls. And there's With those Napoleon huge- Wilson. No, in the thing. Oh, okay, right. The with the dog, right? Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 we, we discuss this every podcast. Wait, wait, wait anyway, what happened? The dog is is going through the hallways, and there's this, all those You're long dolly shots. That's no, fine. wait. I'll it's a dog it. going through a hallway. It's not ruining anything. So all those long dolly shots in in those moments, it's very reminiscent of this movie. Did was it? Were there a lot of long dolly shots going through the hallways in this? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, all right, so pull up the movie. So <laughs> yeah, pull it up. Let's watch it again. So, so the intro scene when the guys are being taken out of the uh, uh, precinct and, and loaded into the bus, right? That's a long dolly shot. You watch them walk down the ramp, and then the camera moves and follows them all the way to the bus. You're right, and it's real slow and, and yeah. like and like draggy, and I hate that. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan yeah, of it either. Because yeah, it feels like it feels like they're lagging to get the dialogue yeah. in, and they're like lumbering. Yeah. But it does lead up to that kind of cool shot where he throws the chain over the guy and like pulls him down, which is a little ridiculous. It's ridiculous because they would have jumped on him and beat the shit. They out probably of him. shot him in the head. Yeah, they would have probably killed him. But yeah. it's cool that he got his. You know, the guy like had knocked him out of the chair earlier. He's like, I guess I don't sit too good these days. And then he like gets his like you know turnaround to knock he him on his ass. He don't stand as good as he used to. He don't to. stand as good as he used to. 
and Austin Stoker when he's coming out for the first time. Those are both of those are real long dolly shot introductions. One's uh well the second one when he's at a car is a pan and that locks down. But you're right, you proved it. There's dollies in this movie. Oh, there's a bunch of them, man. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of pans that are that are masquerading as dollies. You, yeah, I just think, James, if you think of a movie from the 70s, it's mostly pans. Well, no, there are pans because, like, I mean, if you think about, like, right after <laughs> those guys get shots, there's, a, like, a pan of the city where you're getting the news report. Happen to be fan of But pans. then what does that pan go into? A dolly of the guns that goes into the blood oath scene. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. So, yeah. Dude, let's talk about the fucking creepy ass dude who leads the, like, the blonde haired guy. Oh, that's Frank Doubleday. That's his name? Frank yes. Doubleday? Yep. I think they just hired him off of his name alone. And he was also in Escape Double Dare. New York. <laughs> did, you, did you see Escape from New York? I've seen Escape from New York, but I don't remember it much. Wow. I think I've a seen it. A lot of love here. I think I've a lot seen of love a lot here. Escape from L.A. more. Crazy blonde haired dude with yeah. his hair all sticking up. That's him. He's a scary looking dude. Yeah. He's he's scarier in Escape from New York though. There's not a lot of yeah. dialogue, Human which is kind of. I think that's why it kind of helps these guys. Well, they, they don't they don't really talk. Well, They're because just very... Carpenter's writing the dialogue. Carpenter, well, no, that's a very Carpenter <laughs> thing. That's what he does in Halloween, right? With the killer. Well, yeah, he doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's. I we were talking about this. I'm not, I'm not sure that great dialogue is Carpenter's forte. I mean, it's good that he writes with other people. I think he does nice setups, you know, and story elements. I don't think that that dialogue, great dialogue, is is maybe his forte. I don't know, man. I don't mind the dialogue in this movie. I do think it's. I think it's. It feels like it's set in its time for this type of movie. It's not going to win an Academy Award. I'll agree with you there. But I don't know. It's not worse than any other action movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just. It's just not. I don't know. Well, that okay. You guys may you may have a point there if you're if you're comparing it to Commando. Or, well, no, I'm not. I mean, just even thinking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, it's like, well, I mean, are, are the lines really that much worse than what was in that movie? I don't know. You're talking about a movie written by some Italian guy and then translated into like five different languages. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, I can see that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that, like, one of the sources of inspiration? Like, isn't that the line that he says? What's the line that Napoleon Wilson says? Uh, is his name Napoleon Wilson? Yeah, that is Napoleon his name. No, 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 no. He asked him at some point, why did you give yourself this name? I don't think that's his real name. That's a name that he gave to himself. No, they asked him how he got that yeah. name. How he got the name. So it's, it's not like his name. original name. He's just... No, they just, they're asking him how he got oh. it. They don't know if it's his original name or not. fucking name. Yeah. Napoleon? No, Napoleon Wilson. It's just stupid. Because it's like the running gag. He won't tell anybody, I guess, until he dies. Yeah, well, I'll tell you when I die. Oh, then at one point he's like, ah, fuck, I was going to tell that guy something. When the guy died. (laughs) See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can see Snake Plissken saying that perfectly in my mind. And this guy is just like, ah. Well, hey, man, it's the the precursor to that, you know? Oh, it's like how, how, yes, many, how many beats until there? So that we got this, and then like Halloween, and then like what's what's isn't Halloween his next film? Uh, no, he did two TV movies in between. Well, those were just practice. Well, he uh, Elvis was the name of the movie. It was a biopic. Uh, of Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell played Elvis. Yep. Yep. Is he good? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He is good, and that started the Kurt Russell John Carpenter there you partnership go. right there. Too. And what ended it? Oh, uh, well, Big Trouble in Little China. 
Well, no, they they worked. And that's then, great, though. No, they only worked one other time after Big Trouble in Little China. It was Escape from L.A. Oh, yeah. Okay. Why, they not have a good experience with each other? No, it's just every time they worked together, it was... It was box office disaster. It was just really because those are great movies. That we, yeah, we were talking about this. They made great movies together, but the thing didn't make money. Escape from New York didn't make money. Like that was the most profitable one, <laughs> right? So you know they who did Escape from L.A. John Carpenter. Carpenter. So he did come back for that. Yeah, everybody okay. came back. Well, for that's that. good. Yeah, Deborah Hill was even involved in that. So I've seen that one. Do you like that one? Yeah, I like that one. It's just goofy fun, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like, you know, let's let's just like have this. some goofy fun. <laughs> I miss it, the suspense from the first one though. It is the you don't have the suspense and it gets a little it gets when Peter Fonda and, and Snake are riding uh surfboards in the really bad uh projection. Oh, it's like, yeah. wow, yeah, that's yeah, bad. Yeah. It is what it is. It, that, that, that's also a product of its time. Like it just kind of looks like it's from its time. But it's Snake Plissken with Peter Fonda. Yeah. On a surfboard. Oh, that's yeah. pretty fucking badass, bro. <laughs> Black surfboards, right? Uh, I, mean, I don't remember. Anyways. And they may have been one of them may have been tie dyed. Wasn't like Peter Fonda's like all kinds of trippy colors. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. It if it be. wasn't, I'm just adding that in my brain. We'll get to those. <laughs> Oh. I wonder if it still seems as fun as it used to. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my favorite Carpenter movie still would have to be The Thing. I, I still love that movie. Look for, Have we done that one yet? We've talked about it before. Right? Yeah. Well, I can't do that one. I would, I would like to revisit Have that. you seen it? No. You've never seen The Thing? Never seen The Thing. Maybe we just need to do wow. a movie night. I, I just can't believe that you have not seen The Thing. You know how every 50 episodes we do a Kubrick movie? Maybe every, you know, 20 episodes we should do a Carpenter movie. Just It's just my to... favorite. I'm not saying it's the best because somebody <laughs> might be out there going like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, it's going to say Escape from New York or, I don't know, some other gem out there. Is Halloween's it? pretty fucking good, too. Halloween's great for a low-budget movie. For a low-budget. Now, talking about a, a great low-budget movie. There you go. Right there. That's but he also had like three times the budget that he had on this movie. And it looks like it. And the camera moves. And you got Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasance, too. <laughs> it does. He's right. It does move. It moves. It moves in this movie, too, Did you know that Loomis's name is in this movie? If you look, I noticed on the, on the credits, when the credits roll, yeah. one of the people's names is Loomis. Yeah, Nancy Loomis. Nancy Loomis. Yeah, that's the actress that plays the yeah. uh, girl that gets shot. So, you know, Loomis. She, well, that's the same actress that plays Annie in Halloween. Well, there you go. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Yeah, okay. That's well, cool. We, yeah, it's the same girl. And then that chick right there's name's Lori. Right. Who's tying it all together, baby? <laughs> and then he's Nancy like, he's like, Loomis. he's like, I like, I like this name, Lori, and I like this Loomis. You know, are we have ratings here. I think we are. I think we're we're lagging. Uh, did you, did go you talk all your notes? Yeah, uh, I see you got six pages I there. Think I you got a lot of notes there. I like how it says well, Cholo at the top of the page. <laughs> it does Street say Thunder Cholo. Cholo. Um, Street Thunder. <laughs> Street Thunder, dude. That's the name of the... Street Thunder. King. Street Thunder. Uh, well, I guess uh, Darwin Johnston, who played... Uh, Jostin, who played uh, Napoleon Wilson, was uh, Carpenter's next-door neighbor. That's how he found him? That's why he's so dry. <laughs> he's just sitting there. He's like, he's like, he's like he looks at him. He's like, that's how he knew him. You he look like you'd be a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the very end there. They're walking off into the sunset. The typical, like, you know, ending to like the cowboy movie, right? Oh, I'll, yeah. I love that. That's this great. Ending, yeah. 
Is he headed back to death row? Yeah. yeah, yeah he's headed, he's it's like, he's, on, he's honored to walk him back out to death row. He's like, man, damn. Well, I mean, what's he going to do? I mean, that's kind of the... I guess you know, he's to let him go. He's walking off with a smile to go die. I mean, even that romance, it kind of starts to blossom, but then it's just like... Oh, is, she is looked at a romance. I don't know, man. That's not really a romance. There was a shared look, James. She looked at him, he looked at him, and he, she's like... You know, with her squinty eyes? Yeah, with, her, with her Garfield eyes. <laughs> straight up like, there's two reasons a man doesn't leave. When another man's wounded and can't get out, and, well, the second thing is, it's you, honey. <laughs> Ooh. He doesn't even answer it. And she's Ooh. like, oh, yeah, okay. Come on, make your eyes open all the way. I <laughs> <laughs> feel just saw lasagna. <laughs> oh, man, I love lasagna. So who's the best actor in this movie? Oh, Tony Burton, man. right? I, I agree. Who was Tony Burton? Uh, the potato guy, right? Oh, no, he's yeah. excellent. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's the perfect. guy gets he's, shot he's in the car. excellent. Who has to he's run like, after I got, the, I got the worst fucking luck. Yeah, no, he's excellent. He's the be- yeah, he's the best actor in this in this in this movie. I yeah, think. yeah, he, he does stand out. His character is very small, but he stands out. Yeah, yeah, he stands out. Yeah, what did he go on to do? Oh shit, dude, he was in all those Rocky movies. He's uh, Apollo Creed's trainer. Oh no way! Yeah. Oh, that's badass. I'm dude, that's I'm badass. Sure he did I'm something glad. else. Yeah, but that's yeah, no, but that's from. cool, man. That's badass. I'm glad to know that he did that. Yeah, that's where. That's where I. That's where he got famous. Fuck yeah. I'm shit. Now I want to look fuck up and fucking goddamn look <laughs> you know, up Tony. He Tony probably Burton did some now. Oscar movies. <laughs> I think some of the lines he's given are not great. They're that he's like, "You got some moves on you, Wilson." Like, what? You, you really? I, mean, I also like, hate that. Yeah. I also hate that. You know, those lines do feel that they feel forced, forced not, and, like, especially at the end. He's like. You sure are. You sure are style, smooth, or slick, or whatever. Yeah, fancy. Fan, you sure are fancy. Yeah. yeah. And then is he like, No, is he's he? not. There's no reason for him to say that. Well, you know? I, I think they were they were saying instead of I guess fancy in this movie Gay? meant smart. No, it meant <laughs> smartass. Because there's a there's a moment when Napoleon smart Wilson. Ass? Yeah, he says something. It's fancy smartass. That's yes. That's what it's supposed to mean. Because there's a moment where he, he says something and, and the guy's like. You know what? You, you sure really are, are a smart ass. Well, he's right. like he's like, well, I am an asshole. <laughs> he says, yeah, asshole. I, I, I really think the dialogue is not very good in this. And again, this guy, that guy, makes it work. He, he's like, it doesn't make it work, but it makes it like he, it's less cringy. Right. It makes it less cringy. He's actually doing a good delivery. Yeah, but you're kind of like left scratching your head, going, huh? What? Man, what? dude, he delivered it so good, I didn't even think about it. I had no problem with anything he said. <laughs> by far the best actor in this. And, yeah. And by far the best actor. All right. Let's do ratings. Yes, sir. All right. Who's going first? I'll do it. All right. Go. Okay. I'm going to give this movie a six. I think it's a pretty damn good movie. I think it's better. Oh, you're looking at me with the squinty eyes. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not looking at anybody. <laughs> you may talk me up to a seven. I was thinking of a seven in my head. I know. I know that even feels low to you. Brian's, Brian's going to give this motherfucker a ten. But anyways, uh, I being the first time that I saw it, I really did enjoy this movie. I, I think it was like like I said earlier at the beginning of the podcast. I think this is one of the better like low budget films I've seen. Uh, it definitely shows the potential for the director <laughs> to do good things in the future. Uh, yeah, so pretty badass. Now you know someone who actually has had time to love this movie and to really appreciate it for what it is. I'd love to hear your opinion there, Brian. Are we going to let James go first, and then you'll wrap up with the love? Uh, all right. Well, well uh, I'd like to know what James does. All right. Okay. okay. I was thinking six as well. See, it's yeah. it's, it's in the. It's, 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 so if we say that five is a good movie, right? It's a good movie. 
Yeah, okay. So five, yeah, five mediocre. Yeah, okay, okay, cool. So we're moving up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to seven just because uh, I appreciate it and and because I love you. You're, you're you're going to seven just because the looks he's casting. Well, you're, you're, look, look, there are I daggers coming I out of his here. eyes. You're just a visitor these days. There's, 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 when, you come around, when you come around and hang out more, you'll be leaning up. You'll be you'll be giving this movie a 7.5. <laughs> I'm going to give this movie a nine. It's a Whoa. nine. No, it's a nine. No, 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 yeah, yeah. no. Now, wait a minute. No, no, wait no. Hold up. Hold up. No, no, no. I need you to explain it. Yeah. It, 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 it is a nine, guys. Look. But just because. Just, what did you give City Just because of the director? No. Look. This Anything is, he does is golden. No, 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 man. This, what did you give City God? I gave that a nine. This is on the level of City of God. You think this is on the level of City? No, no, of God. We, we we don't we don't leverage them against each other. Okay, that, all right, that's all actually right. a rule. Actually, you know what? The guy, oh, the guy you're the, gonna do it. The director of City of God uh, had more money to work with than Carpenter did. I, I've been trying he to get through. All, the you two know what else he also did? He had more time. That motherfucker was working on that movie for over a year. You know how long John Carpenter was working on this? He wrote the score in three fucking days. He wrote he, the script in eight days. They yeah. did the script in eight days. This movie was thrown together it was super <laughs> fucking thrown together man like the uh, the fact that this movie is fucking watchable is a huge testament to john carpenter's workman craftsman ability to move a story along at a pace <laughs> you guys are you, you, you guys are laughing no look, i this, agree with you man look th- this <laughs> Look, this this I was movie, laughing at Jared making obscene gestures. <laughs> this this movie has a really 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 well done fifties pace that I really really appreciate. You know, when he when he, he even in, said that he wishes that he would have cut it faster. I know that I know that. So like, but you know, but he didn't but, even have the shots to do it. That's what he was talking. That's one thing he points out in the audio commentary. He's like, more coverage. I, I would have loved more money. Exactly. Right. Didn't no. Well, I didn't just that's what, what I told you. I think this is one of the best low budget films I've ever seen. That's yeah. high marks for that, bro. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm just explaining why. Okay. I'm, I'm, so, so your my, my sevens are your nines. I get it. <laughs> also, six, six. Yeah. Th- this right here is a. This was a gateway drug for me. This is how I got into and discovered Howard Hawks. This is how I found out who John Ford was. Um, John Carpenter is the director that led me to all these things. Yeah, and yeah, this is an extremely. When did important you find movie. this movie? In, in, when you were researching Carpenter, was this like a early thing? Was this uh, like no, a this, like a this was a mid, deep this was a mid find. Yeah, I, I did search for this for a little. So bit. So I get it, man. Like I said, you you find a love for a director that you really like, and then you go back and you see their beginnings. No well, shit, you know. It, it's not only a little bit of that. There's also like I love I love a siege movie. I love Night of Living Dead. I think that is a is a great film. Um, like Green Room that just recently came out. I love stories like that. I love movies where characters are confined and trapped in small little places. I think that is just the best of low budget filmmaking. You see that movie Buried? Oh, he gives that a twelve. <laughs> <clears throat> I give that one at least a good six because of the camera work. I also think John Carpenter is probably my favorite director ever. I just I, I really love this movie. That's all. You guys can say it's a six. It's clearly better. <laughs> you don't appreciate the finer things. I love you, Brian. I think a six is a great score for a movie that was thrown together so oh, quickly oh, with oh, such oh, a what, slow, what does IMDb say? IMDb's got it at seven point four. Okay, I raised myself to a seven after looking at your eyes, bro. All right, that's what I'm saying. I, I, you know what? But I do think that um, that Rotten Tomatoes lists it as a 94 or somewhere in there, 96, 94. Well, that, that that's uh, it's closer to my rating. Just want to throw that out there. I'm more IMDb or more Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 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 cool. yeah you know, that's cool. 
You know, you guys are more like the American critics that <laughs> thought this movie was a big pile of shit, and then I'm more like the European critics that uh, you know saw it and were like, "Hey, you know what? I appreciate and respond this. This yeah. is this. There's a little bit of uh, you know artistic merit to this uh, trash. Trash indeed. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. This was for a listener request. Uh, uh, who was Sean eighty five on Twitter. There Please you go. follow him and and tell him uh, thank you for uh, requesting this movie. We love you. Oh. oh man, this is a great movie, Brian. Fuck these guys. All right, you've been listening to the Movie Crew podcast. It is a good movie. <laughs> if you guys want to get into with a six, come on. Well, I, you raise it I raise seven. it to a okay, seven. All right, all right, okay, all right. In my head, I was thinking seven, but my mouth said six. And James over here just laughing constantly. Right and, then James, and, then, and then I felt James go, yeah, six is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Over here constantly laughing. I think six <laughs> is a good score for this movie. It's, it's good. Six, for a first film, send us low a tweet budget or yeah. something and let us know what your score for this movie. I'd like to know what the people think about this. Man, this is one of the top five best first films. Obviously, Darth Sean, uh, 85, really. Thinks this is a ten. Does Sam Mendes have the best first film ever? What was Sam Mendes? I don't even know what Sam Mendes' first film. What's was. his first film? American Beauty. Ooh, that's a pretty good. That's see, a, are there some issues there though? There, <clears> there's <throat> some like Spielberg intertwinement into that though. So that's where that's. But he directed the movie. Yeah, and it's his first but, movie. Yeah, you also got Conrad Hall shooting it. Not, not yeah. too, you can't not really too, fuck, like he was <laughs> like we're gonna do this over here. I mean, you've got like Conrad yeah. Hall has shot some terrible movies. I mean, they look great, but the fucking movies have been terrible. It doesn't I mean, matter. His work <laughs> is impeccable. Yeah, yeah, his work is unstoppable. What's the one with him and Jude? His last movie, Road to Perdition. Was that it? Jude. Was that his last one? Jude Law, wasn't it? Oh, he was yeah, the assassin he was in the that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so Fuck, fucking good taking right. the pictures of wow. dead people. That movie's so pretty. That was his last movie. Very, very pretty. Amazing until the pretty. end, bro. We'll talk about it. All right. <laughs> you guys been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. <laughs> if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email to themoviecrew at gmail.com. That's the Movie Crew. Crew is spelled C-R-E-W-E. Extra E at the end of the word. Crew at gmail.com. You guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. And Jared, where can they follow you? You can find me on Instagram at CheckTheGate, on Twitter at Jared B. Callen, and my other fine podcast, Torah Stories, on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, wherever the fuck it's called these days. <laughs> For real. Pick a name, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And tonight we're going to be closing out the show with some of the score from Mr. John Carpenter. We're going to be playing track number one titled Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah, right. <laughs> Super easy. Enjoy. <laughs>